0: Um, Ever since I was a college student, I've been um, increasingly interested in and um, involved in the environmental movement. Actually, I sort of waned, I think, throughout the time I was raising my children. I wasn't quite as involved as I should have been. But um, as the years went on, I got concerned about what's happening in our environment and just wanted to live sustainably.
1: Welcome to Longleaf Breeze. Beginners learning subsistence farming using three simple principles. Approaching but never reaching subsistence. It's got to be fun while we're doing it. And we don't make allness statements. And now, Lee and Amanda Borden. Thanks, Adrian. And welcome to our first introductory podcast. We're calling this episode 000. The ideas we just want to tell you a little bit about who we are how we came to this and what we hope to accomplish each week as we visit with you this is a podcast about subsistence farming um, we neither of us has any background in farming talk talk a little bit about your background
0: Okay. Um, I actually, as Lee said, I have no background in growing anything. Uh, Before last year's garden or this past summer's garden, I had not grown so much as a tomato. And um, I was probably in the minority of the people I know in that respect. Um, I have been working with ornamentals for the past 26 years since we've moved into our current suburban home, the one we're about to uh, leave, and we'll tell you a little bit more about our plans as the show goes on. But um, So I didn't have experience in growing except for just trying to make things pretty in the yard. However, um, ever since I was a college student, I've been um, increasingly interested in and um, involved in the environmental movement. Actually, I sort of waned, I think, throughout the time I was raising my children. I wasn't quite as involved as I should have been, but um, as the years went on, I got Concerned about what's happening in our environment, and just wanted to live sustainably, and also to d- uh, construct a dwelling that um, maybe could be serve as an example for others of how to uh, maybe use solar energy, renewable energy sources of energy as opposed to fossil fuels. So we're trying to reduce our dependence on fossil fuels, and I think that's where you come in, right, Lee?
1: Well, exactly. We, you, and I come to this from a little different perspectives, and and it makes for interesting conversation. Uh, and and I don't want to overstress this, obviously there's a great deal of common ground, but I am not nearly so much an environmentalist as you are. My focus is more on uh, concern about resource depletion, about climate change, about overpopulation, resulting in what I expect to be the coming decline of complex civilization. And, I I come to the idea of subsistence farming from a standpoint of resilience. What can we do to withstand the coming shocks to our civilization? You come to it more from an environmental bent, I think.
0: Yes, definitely. I'm a tree hugger. Let's just face it. And um, I also want to do everything we can to protect uh, the habitat of animals and um other uh, creatures on this earth. So I, I think that's another part of what I'd like to accomplish with what we're doing.
1: All right. And so we come together in this whole area of subsistence farming and how to do that. And we've articulated three principles. And we'll be telling you more about each one of these over the course of our visiting together. But uh, the three principles are uh, we are approaching but we will never reach subsistence. It's got to be fun while we're doing it, and we don't make allness statements.
0: In future podcasts, we will expound upon each one of these, but it might be worth it to mention in light of the fact that you just talked about climate change and all this disaster and maybe civilization as we know it collapsing, (laughs) that principle number two, it's got to be fun while we're doing it, might sound a bit inconsistent, but... We hope that as you listen to us, you'll see why we think it can be fun while we're doing it.
1: We really do, and, and, and I guess I have to say this since it's not apparent from what I just said. Both of us are pretty optimistic people. We, we're, we tend to look on the bright side of life. We tend to assume that we're going to be okay and that uh, the community in which we live will be okay.
0: Right, right. But you'll hear more about that later.
1: And you want to talk a little bit about how we're going to be living, where we're going to be living?
0: Well, initially, I should say that we have a long-range plan that involves building a small, solar-powered, sustainable house. When I say small, the heated and cooled area and uh, some external areas like porches, et cetera. But right now, with the market being what it is, uh, we are in the same boat as pretty much everybody else. We can't afford to do that. So right now, we've constructed a pole barn and it's, it's large. I mean, the footprint's large, but it contains a storage area, a workshop, the tra- traditional pole barn kind of work area where you have pallets. and
1: Pole pa- barn meaning a barn on pole. Right,
0: right. And pallet racks with pallets, you know, where you can store things and uh, home for the tractor and the pickup truck. Um, However, uh, we have included in the interior space a 600-square-foot apartment, we're calling it that. A studio apartment would be a nice word for it, but it really is... It's going to be comfortable, and that's where we will be living for the immediate future, and uh, maybe even the foreseeable future, (laughs) (laughs) so that we can uh, take time to design the proper type of house.
1: Which is a continuing source of dialogue between you and me, because you are eager to get on with the house as soon as possible. I, on the other hand, prefer to um, make sure that we can afford it before we build a house. So you and I have a A little bit of difference in uh, perspective on that.
0: That's right. Uh, We also might want to talk about, as you heard initially, the mention of the term longleaf breeze as our name for our podcasts and our, and it's actually the name for our um, blog as well that we're doing. But the reason for that name came about when we bought the property and we walked on it a good bit and we noticed it's very hilly, um, which is a little different for some parts of south central Alabama. We managed to find hills that were reminiscent of the foothills of the Appalachians. <laughs> and um, we, it, when you go up to the high points, we notice even in the hot summertime, there's a breeze. It may shift, it may come from different directions, but there is a breeze and we really enjoy feeling that, so uh, we've been we've begun saying our motto is.
1: There's always a breeze at, at Longleaf, Longleaf Breeze. breeze.
0: <laughs> uh, the Longleaf part comes into play when you look around and you see what kind of vegetation really seems to like it there, without having to have uh, humans intervene. Um, the lot, the property was logged before we bought it. That's unfortunate. They took took pines mostly and in the process they took out some longleaf pines but we noticed that the ones that stayed th- that lived are thriving we've actually planted almost 500 longleaf seedlings not a- all of which have survived but a good many have so uh, we hope to make it a haven for longleaves. we'll continue to plant them continue to uh, make it a nice place for longleaves to be <laughs> and uh, to enjoy them
1: and uh, this is probably off the subject, but I was reminded of the statement of your colleague at Samford, Larry Davenport, who talks about climate change and the changes we should expect going forward. And when his students and his colleagues ask him, what can we do to prepare for it? He always says,
0: plant long leaves.
1: So we're planting long leaves. Well, let's talk a little bit about what the podcast is going to be focusing on, and then we will end this episode. And uh, looking forward to visiting with you again. Our hope is that as we visit together, we will focus on the practical things that we are trying and the practical things that are happening as a result. This is not so much a this is how you should do it podcast, because we're not smart enough to know that at this point.
0: Sometimes it turns out to, this, to be this is how you should not do it. We make mistakes. We it's make mistakes and, and we tell
1: you what <laughs> we will tell you when we have made a mistake and what we did wrong and how we would do it differently if we did it again.
0: That's right. And, and so we hope that this can be a resource for others who might be wanting to strike out, as we are doing, into completely unfamiliar territory.
1: It's going to be fun. We're going to enjoy getting to know each other, and we know that uh, we will learn a great deal, not only from each other and from our experiences, but we will learn from you as well as you give us feedback, as you talk back with us after hearing what we have to say. Should be fun. We're looking forward to it.
0: Yes, we'll be looking forward to talking to you very soon
1: and hearing from you as well, we hope. You've been listening to Longleaf Breeze with Lee and Amanda Borden. We'd love to hear from you. You can call the farm at 334-625-8682. Send email to letters at longleafbreeze.com. Or you can send us honest-to-goodness mail at P.O. Box 780446, Tallahassee, Alabama, 36078. To browse our archives, to learn more about the farm and about Lee and Amanda, and to talk with other listeners, visit us at longleafbreeze.com. Thanks for
0: listening. See you next week.